0: But You know what, though? It's funny because we're seeing just like this whole community of people who are kind of just waking up, finding their voice and and demanding to make time for themselves again, that it's just it hasn't been a priority for so long. And, um, you know, they're waking back up and they're making it a priority.
1: Hey, I'm Allison Hare, and welcome to Culture Changers, the podcast that brings you unconventional wisdom by uncommon people. Together, we are shattering old paradigms to reshape our world and inviting you to make your own mark. Hey, it's Allison. Hey, if this is your first time listening, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And if it's not, welcome back. It means so much to me that you've returned. Okay, today you are in for such a treat. Do you know anyone who is into dance or fitness or thinking about getting more active in their lives? If so, please take a moment right now and share this episode, it is awesome. And if you've been watching me online for the past six months or so, you might have seen some crazy dance videos that I've been posting. And I've had more people reach out to me to ask, what is that and how can I try it? And I'm always happy to oblige, but I have to tell you a quick story. And I am not very athletic. I mean, ever since I was a kid, nobody wanted me on their team. I wish I had some cool stories of breaking records on a long jump or even catching a ball like once. But alas, I was always picked last for obligatory gym teams. I sucked at every sport imaginable. I still do, actually. And I'm terribly uncoordinated and not very fast. But I saw a challenge on an Instagram last December from Jesse Itzler. And Jesse is a super unconventional ultramarathon runner and a whole lot of other monikers. But he's founded this ridiculously skyrocketing and loyal community called Build Your Life Resume. And as the name suggests, it really is about pushing yourself beyond what you think is possible and creating a life of real significance. Side note, this podcast, Culture Changers, will be one of the very few podcasts selected to be on his new online station called BYLR Radio launching this month. But anyway, his challenge was to, uh, he did like a giveaway And he had a challenge that uh, somebody could enter or offer suggestions to come to Atlanta, where he lives, and learn something crazy with him and suggest something fun. So I started to think about all this stuff that he likes. He likes running and hiking and physical challenges and and things that are pushing way, way, way beyond boundaries physically, cold plunges, etc. But then I stopped And that pause really changed my life. And I stopped and thought, wait, what do I want to learn? What is something I've always wanted to learn, but just never did? And do you know how I answered his challenge? So I wrote, I've always wanted to learn a sick and fully choreographed, complicated dance routine. I mean, think about it. Whenever I would watch Dancing with the Stars or So You Think You Can Dance, I thought, you know, if I was locked in a room with a pro for, a few, you know, over a few weekends, I could totally learn that. I am sure you felt that, too. So it, it kind of planted a seed, and I had a little more flexibility the very last week of of the year in December and was searching on ClassPass for a new class to try. And I read the description of this dance class at Dance 101 in Atlanta. Uh, the dance class was called Rebel Groove. And I remember it said don't worry, you'll start to pick up the moves after the third class. And I thought, okay, wow. That took the pressure off of me knowing what I was doing so I wasn't as intimidated as I would be otherwise. So I went to this class on a whim and I was way in the back of a packed, hot, sweaty class and the music was loud, the lights were low and I just figured I would just follow the best I can. Well, something crazy happened And in the middle of the class, I started to feel this intense release. And y'all, I am wound so tight. A release is a big deal for me. And then I felt this powerful sense of joy and movement. And I had no idea what I was doing, but it was like this crazy dopamine hit. It was awesome. And I don't know my left foot from my right. And I knew my life was changing right then and there. This was no ordinary dance class. Well, turns out I was right. Once I started stalking the instructor, Ashley, online and going down the deep rabbit hole of Rebel Fitness, it turns out she is the co-founder of a passionately loyal fitness juggernaut that is changing lives, bodies, hearts, and connecting people nationwide, whether in a studio or online on demand. And seriously, go to the show notes of my webpage and look at the crazy before and afters of what happens in the rebel community. I had to interview them. But before I get into my interview, I have to fast forward the story to something I'm so proud of. I I set three goals for myself for 2020. Two of them went bye-bye thanks to COVID, but one was to learn a really hard choreographed dance routine. Well, just a couple weeks ago, I got certified to become a Rebel Fitness Dance Instructor. Y'all, I am 45 years old, no dance background, two left feet. It has been a sanity saver throughout COVID, and I've been doing it four to five times a week. it I, I never even imagined I would have the time to be able to do that. But when you find something you love so much, you start to reorganize your life to do it more and that's exactly what happened. So my mission now, I can't keep all this joy to myself. It gives me pure pleasure to introduce this format and this community to others and it's such a game changer. I love to see people with their lights turned on and and their bodies changing, their minds changing and that addiction that comes along with, wow, I need to feel this more, I need to feel this more. And I think because we we don't always give ourselves permission to feel so good, this is kind of my offering now. Um, and it's it's been so exciting. So if you want to try it out, go to rebelfit.com. Now, Rebel is spelled a little bit different. It's R-E-B-3-L-F-I-T. So R-E-B-3-L-F-I-T. There are three founders, R-E-B-3-L. Um, and I, I think that's why it is. Um, and get a free month. By using the code A so Allison A H A R E, it's linked in the show notes. And while you're hanging out in the show notes, click on the link to sign up for my blog so you can stay connected with me throughout the week. Okay, here is my chat with Ashley Hughes and Trisha Crimeans. So we are—I'm so excited! I'm going to fangirl for just a second. So I'm here with Trisha Cremines. Uh huh. Did I say that right? You did. And Ashley Hughes. They are two of the three co-founders of Rebel Fitness. So if any of you have me on Instagram and you see all of these crazy dance videos that have all of a sudden started popping up. These are the ladies that founded this and it is an online fitness program, but also in person And mm-hmm. this community that I have found. So I wanted to tell you how I found Rebel Fitness and Rebel Groove, which is the name of this dance class. So I wake up at 430 in the morning on purpose. And I got,
0: <laughs> I have to ask that. was going to be my next question. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> because of the way my schedule is, I have five to 5 30 a.m. is my time when I can work out. Mm-hmm. So I work out with a trainer and the trainer was off on vacation the last week of December. And I was like, you know, I have a little more flexibility. Let me just do what I really want to do. Cause I don't have that limitation of just five to five thirty. So I was like, let me just go try dance. And so I went to Dance 101 and I saw in the description where it said don't worry, by the third time you go, you'll start to get the moves. And I'm like, okay, cool, because <laughs> it almost let me kind of off the hook a little bit. Right. And I was like, let me just try it. So I get there. And then Ashley is teaching the class. And I'm like, this girl's probably in her 20s, maybe 30s, <laughs> probably never had kids with a body like that. <laughs> and um, she's probably been dancing her whole life. So it was very different kind of dance class and different that it is dark, the music's loud and there's no instruction. Right. And because of the description saying, you'll get it by the third try, it told me that I didn't have to know the moves. Mm-hmm. Yes, And something insane happened, like really a visceral reaction happened in in about the middle of the class. And I started to get this rush where mm. it felt like, the biggest release I have ever felt in my life. And oh. I am always chasing a release because I'm a busy gal, I put a lot on my plate, and I'm very, very wound tight. Yeah. And so I'll go to like kickboxing, I'll go to mm-hmm. play racquetball, I'll go play ping pong at work, just to kind of get some energy out, but nothing was like this. Mm-hmm. But not only did I have that kind of release, as a mother who is working, 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 and kind of taking care of things, I started to feel this unbelievable sense of joy that I hadn't felt yeah. in any other way. And something happened where it was so profound that I'm like, I need to sit with this because this is not normal. This is not like you just go to a dance class and it's kind of fun. This Mm -hmm. is like life-altering yes (laughs) and I promise I'll let you guys talk or you can just hang out I love love hearing this
0: (laughs) very good well because you're explaining things that both of us have experienced which is why we created the format but we love hearing this from our community we call them yeah rebel nation the stuff keeps us inspired and motivated it does yeah
1: yeah, so again, I only have five to five thirty in the morning, right? And now I'm going four or five times a week in the most inconvenient times. <laughs> yeah. I have arranged my schedule. And- We've heard I that a few it. times from our
0: from from the people who've been taking our classes. We love that. Yeah, they like, like rearrange their healthy. days, yeah. their work it- schedules, their oh yeah time with their you know families or date nights with their <laughs> husband. All even it. <laughs> vacations. But you know what? <laughs> Though it's funny because we're seeing just that, like this whole community of people who are kind of just waking up, finding their voice and and demanding to make time for themselves again. That it's just it's hasn't been a priority for so long. And um, you know, they're waking back up and they're making it a priority. And so and I and and I love that that you're kind of just like, this is the only time I have. Well, no, it's not. That, you know, I can make whatever time I want. Like it's my it's my prerogative to do that, and this is important to me. I'm going to do this, and And you show up for other people better in your life
2: when you are happy
1: and
0: getting this release that you're talking about. You're not on autopilot
2: anymore. Yeah,
1: and I asked my husband. I'm like, honey, is it okay if I go Wednesday night? And he's like. Yeah, go go! You're so happy. You're so much happier. Ah, And I love that. Yeah, I love
0: that he's supportive of that because that's huge. It's huge.
1: So I started to read up on your your, both of your biographies and Angela's too. So there are three co-founders. I have two of them here in Atlanta, and one is in Colorado. Mm -hmm. Is that where Angela is too? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I I know that this kind of started with you, Ashley, or at least the dance class. So I'd love to hear more about your story of how this came about. Okay.
2: Wow. Yes. So for me, I had um, the, I have two boys, almost 14 and 11. And after I had the second one, you know, I had put on a little weight. I was like 31 and just things weren't bouncing back like they had. I thought I needed to do something, but I had never worked out before. So you've never
1: had any dance experience?
2: No. Not a work workout. Neither of us Is have. that even a word? Mm. Yeah. Not no. a fitness gal? <laughs> no, no fitness. We, we were not yeah. gym rats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no motivation to do any kind of fitness. Just like, yeah, have drink beers and like eat wings yeah. and party and hang out and take care of my kids and stuff like that. It's pretty laid back. And then also, yeah, no dance. Just like maybe some tap when I was like four years old, yeah. you know, but nothing, no real training. But I always loved music, like music has always moved me. And I always, when I was young, I would go in my basement by myself and like turn off the lights and, and do like a spotlight with a flashlight with my friends and stuff too. And we'd make up dances to like Janet Jackson <laughs> and Madonna and Michael Jackson and all, the, all those people from the 80s. I loved, always loved music. So my mom actually became single and she wanted to get in shape. So she was like, so there's this class and it was Zumba. It was Zumba class. She's like, you know, do you wanna come with me? And so I went to this class with my mom and it was a wild class. It was amazing though. Like I just like you, what you're saying. Like I was in there and I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? Cause this girl that I was that I actually ended up following for years, she was just like electric up there. Mm-hmm. Like she had the passion, she had the drive and the music and everything. And it was horrific. My first class, like I was in the back row, like lost and could not breathe, and all those things that you know most people experience when they first come to a class. But it was like, oh my gosh, I got to go back. I got to do that again. So I ended up. My mom hated it, <laughs> by the way. Side note, <laughs> yeah, she was <laughs> like, "What is this?" It was like hardcore <laughs> Atlanta rap. She's like, "Get me out of here! <laughs> <laughs> I'm out." Yeah, I just ended up going back and. Following this instructor around, um, I kind of, you know, ended up after a couple of years, like close to the front, but had never been in front, like teaching a, cl- a song or, you know, leading. And I honestly would have never become an instructor. Like it never even was anything that really ever crossed my mind I just I don't think I thought I could do it and she was just so great I was really happy you know and there was some community and friends and things like that and then we ended up moving to Colorado so we moved to Colorado for really no reason other than that my husband wanted to move there to like be with like mountains yeah there was no job or anything and so I really went against my will I did not want to (laughs) go When I got there, I started looking for a class, a dance fitness class, and I took all the different instructors in the area and none of them were doing it for me. And I'm like, where is this class that I need? You know, cause it was the only thing I'd ever done that I actually like stuck an with. Yeah. 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 And so I started thinking, man, like I know probably an hour's worth of songs. Maybe I should just get certified to teach a class and see what happens. And if it's just me in the class, then (laughs) at least I'm moving and getting my workout. But I ended up going to a training. It was definitely a leap for me. And actually there was a studio owner there and she came out to me and she was like, Hey, do you need a job? (laughs) I was like, "Mm -hmm, yeah, I do. (laughs) So I ended up going to the studio and I think I went to like the first class. I think it was Karen's class I went to. And I was just like, Oh yeah, this is a really this is a cool place, cool studio. I liked it. And then I got a call about a week later asking me to sub a class first. And I was so scared and I did not want to say yes, but I knew I had to say yes because if I didn't, then you let the fear hold you back and you're never going to move forward. Right. Yeah. So I knew that I'd already like gotten certified at this point. Let's just say yes to it all. So I said yes. Showed up to teach that first class. I mean, man, I practiced for hours in the bathroom, like queuing to myself in the bathroom, trying to figure out how to even lead a class. And I, it was terrible. The first class was awful. <laughs> <laughs> it was like eight people. I remember I walked out in the eight um, people sounds pretty good for a first yeah, time. yeah, yeah, I guess it wasn't too bad, you know. But they were all kind of. I, I mean, it was good. And the 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 studio owner was like, man, that was crickets that was pretty like low key in there. And I'm like, well, yeah. So anyways, I, and I loved it. I just like almost got like bitten by it. Like I just thought, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be better and I'm going to do more and just started pouring myself into it and making that commitment to myself that I wanted to do it and I wanted to be better. And, and then there's a whole story like that includes her from here. So I feel like this is kind of how we do it in our training. I start here and then yeah. like, pause and like hand Trisha, it over to I her. I can't wait. And then we come back. <laughs> to the Trisha's got a Crazy meeting. story.
0: <laughs> <laughs> how I stumbled into the fitness industry was really, um, I mean, I, just like with Ashley, um, neither one of us have a background in fitness or in dance. And we just stumbled into it for different reasons. For her, it was you know, the move and and having to create a community for herself in a very difficult life situation. And same thing for me, it just looked a little bit different. I am a mother of four boys. I was a stay-at-home mom for 16 years. I homeschooled my children for 10 years. Um, God bless you.
1: (laughs) You were homeschooled too, right? I was from
0: third grade through high school. Wow. I grew up in a very conservative home, and I was part of a very conservative church. And because of that, um, we just didn't dance. And also... You know, same thing with um, clothing. Very conservative, very you know modest. Uh, this is
1: hilarious, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I get the whole rebel <laughs> thing.
0: <laughs> the funny thing is, though, you know, when you, we talk about the name Rebel, it was very, um, it was very intentional naming it that because we are really not only um, is the format rebelling against the status quo of what is in the fitness industry right now and that includes you know we teach with the lights off we blare the music really loud we take the microphones off we don't yell at our students there's no instruction no well there's instruction in the form of non-verbal cueing Mm -hmm. and so we don't want people in the back row to get completely lost and frustrated there is a way to instruct without yelling at people Mm because our whole the whole um, point of what we do is to make it not feel like working out. Um, it is to create almost an alternate and like oh, I don't want to say I want we want to transport our students. You know, once they walk through that door into another place, because of everyone in that room has a story. We want to create an environment, an atmosphere where people can forget about being in a class with other people, which is why we turn the lights off because we want that intimidation factor yes. to go away. With dancing can be very intimidating. And that environment... But
1: that part's huge, Tricia. It is huge. You know, we, we found that don't we go of... to dance class because it feels so intimidating. They're afraid that they're going to go the wrong move or right. squat at the wrong time. When you turn the lights off, people forget the whole like it's an inhibition thing that they just
0: the inhibitions wash away because you aren't constantly thinking about how people are staring at you watching you judging you Mm -hmm. like none of that is in that room at that point and and then we turn the music up really loud so that get lost in the music and what that does is again for you it was just like this high this release and we we have found that it's just this way for people to get back in touch with who they are or maybe just start peeling off the layers like an onion like just peeling off the layers and finding you know who they really are when they maybe didn't know and finding their voice and there's just this freedom in it and then it also ignites creativity as well and a lot of these I mean, a lot of our students, um, the demographic is, you know, mothers. And I think you devote yourself, like Ashley was saying, so much to your family, um, which is not a bad thing. But in the process of that, you sort of lose who you are or never had an opportunity Mm -hmm. to know who you were. So for me, I, um, you know, I got married very young and I had, um, kids very, um, young. My oldest is going to be 20 in April. So insane. (laughs) (laughs) And then I have a senior 17. He's graduating this year, 14 year old freshman, and then, um, eight year old third grader. Uh, All boys, (laughs) a lot of testosterone in my house. A lot of testosterone. Yeah. Um, And then my, um, at the time, husband um, was also, he started working from home. So it was a lot of boys in my house. (laughs) Anyway, I became pregnant with my fourth one. He was six years after the rest because it's like, oh, let's try for the girl. (laughs) (laughs) Not a girl. Um, (laughs) But that pregnancy was very different. I was given a diagnosis with him that was pretty fatal, I was given a statistic of with this diagnosis of all pregnancies. Only 1% of pregnancies have this diagnosis. Mm -hmm. And of that, um, 93% medically terminate that pregnancy because the prognosis is really bad. When you're given that kind of news, it kind of shakes up your world a little bit. It was very early on. It was at nine weeks. you know. It was just confirming the pregnancy kind of ultrasound. And then they, they found the problem right away. And, and they call in another doctor. And that's when you know something's going on. And then you're brought into a room and you're given this news. And And then what do you do with that? I went into this place where I'm struggling even with acknowledging I'm pregnant at that point. Because if you're going to lose this baby, there's a lot that happens in your head. A lot of soul searching. A lot of screaming at God. A lot of trying to figure out what's going on. You know, I went through a really dark place, but I came to a place where it's like, you know what, he's fighting for his life and I'm going to fight with him. So followed the pregnancy through and um, saw him get stronger, and I had decided within myself, you know what, he's fighting. I'll fight with him, and you know I'll deal with whatever is on the other side of this. And I had a piece about it, but then he, he, and then he was born. He's actually been written up in a medical journal because with what he had, it was a cystic hygroma, and there's so many. There can be so many causes for that. When he was delivered, he still had some of the hygroma on his neck. I mean, he was nine pounds healthy kid, they whisked him away to check him out. And they're like trying to find, you know, they saw the hygroma, obviously, and they knew what they were dealing with, but they were trying to figure out, you know, is it down? like, what is it? And he was fine That's and amazing. healthy. The hygroma re- receded within a week. So kind of fast forward a little bit to after going through all of that, getting home, I went through a pretty dark place because, you know, after all of that, I think you just plow through life when you have to, and then things get quiet. And then you're left with all of the feelings that you haven't really dealt with yet. And I also gained a lot of weight through my journey. I've lost almost 50 pounds. Wow. But I was dealing with a lot of depressed feelings, emotions, unhappy with the way I looked, unhappy with trying to figure out what my purpose was in life. I just a lot of questioning and, and also just not feeling good. I was reading a book to my kid on the floor and like I, get up and it's like throw my back out, just trying to get yeah. up off the floor. <laughs> I'm like yeah. what has happened to me? <laughs> um, so it was bad. I got to this place where I was like, I feel like I need to do something. I need to do something to change my life. Like this is, I'm not happy. This is not working out for me anymore. I feel like I'm dying inside and I got, I have to deal with this. And really it was, uh, you know, mental more than physical. I needed something to, to, to like, just save me and I had a lot of stress in my life at the time too. Cause again, it's a lot, it's a big responsibility yeah, and homeschooling (laughs) and all of that. So, you know, it's a lot, I'm in the house a lot. And I think there comes a point too where you just feel a little suffocated as well. Mm -hmm. And you just need, I've never, I hadn't done anything for myself. I don't think ever because I got married so young and had kids so young. So I started thinking I need to get healthier. My time away from the house was like Starbucks Mm -hmm. and the Starbucks was making me fat. You know, (laughs) I was like, (laughs) there was something more than that. Like, I feel like I need to do something else. But then uh, my neighbor who had recently become a certified fitness instructor asked me to go to a, a dance fitness class with her and because she was going to be subbing it. And she's like, it was a Zumba class. She's, she's like, hey, would you go with me? And I'm like, sure. So I went to the class with her and it was awful. I was going left when everyone was going right. And, you know, I had a lot more weight on me and everything shook in a really bad way. And I just kept looking at my watch like, dear God, when is this class going to be over? Mm. And then it was over. And I was like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> it was awful. Um, and then like three days later, I was like, I not I kind of liked it. Like something was starting to awaken in me. And so I decided to go again the following week. And I was huffing and puffing because I was so out of shape. My experience with the gym was, you know, nursing all my kids, watching 12 seasons of The Biggest Loser eating potato chips on the couch. Like that's (laughs) what my experience in fitness was. That's like all of America, by the way. (laughs) Well, I like to tell people that because they automatically think that this is something that we've done. We're just like everyone else in our class. All the
1: instructors I've met, nobody has. It's a dance background right <laughs> it's isn't that funny insane. we only have a couple that have it yeah only, yeah only a few
0: third weekend my friend couldn't make it I was so disappointed because it was really the first time in my life that I had done something for myself mm-hmm. and I was really looking forward to going and I didn't want to go by myself but she, you know she backed up I'm like you know what I'm gonna go anyway but there was a studio in town that I kept driving past called Hot Fitness. And there was a banner in the window, you know, Zumba classes. I'm like, I'm, I'm intrigued. I kind of want to try this place. And so maybe tonight's a good time. So I called the studio and I said, you know, hey, do you have a, you know, a, a Zumba class tonight? And they're like, yeah, we, we do. Oh, and you'll love the instructor. Her name is Ashley. <laughs> so I wandered in. Um, this is what, 2012. Yeah. 2012. It was 2012. Yeah. I wandered into the studio. She's like buzzing around and checking people in her cute little like tasseled cargo pants <laughs> and pigtails. I think pretty uh, pretty yeah. sure you have the little pigtails. Princess your... Leah. Yes. Buns. <laughs> <laughs> super cute. A lot of energy. Super nice. And, you know, I mean, like this is the first time I've ever really walked into you know, fitness place on my own. I walk in there, the music's pumping. So I find my place in the back row in the corner. Like I was that back row girl in the corner. Like, don't look at me. And the class started and there was just like this different energy. Mm-hmm. It just really I felt had a much different feel in this class. It felt different. Her energy was different. And it just grabbed me. Just something clicked with us. Like it just vibed. I kept going to her class and I kept going. And I just had like, I'm very competitive with myself, slowly moving to the center and then slowly moving forward. And at the time, getting to know Ashley and long story short, and this has been a long story, but started dancing next to her. She kept encouraging me to to become certified in the format and, and start instructing because she saw something there and the difficulties in my own personal life. Um, instructing was not happening Um, but she and I started working together anyway, and she was letting me choreograph songs and doing them in her class with her. And then eventually the studio asked me to start instructing, and about a year later I did. But then the studio closed only about a month. Was it about a month after I started instructing?
2: yeah this yeah, the little studio closed, and we thought it was the end of the world. We yeah, thought it we was. Thought and it was this has like shown up a few times in our story here where mm-hmm. we feel like everything is coming to an end and it's just gonna be over because and but then when that door closed, the window opened and we ended up getting picked up at another little sort of boutique gym in the area. And, um, and then it got even bigger and grew
0: more. And- well, the way that Groove was even created was when I became certified and we started teaching together, what we were teaching was not what would be considered legit Zumba. Uh, and we heard that. What was the name of your class when
2: you so started out? when I started out, I got certified in Zumba. So it yeah. was Zumba. But, but before every, Rebel, what was what was the name? Well, it was Groove. Groove. So was Groove. because Zumba, everybody would say to us, like, this isn't Zumba. We're mm-hmm. like, well, we we don't know what else to call it. And that's the only thing I was certified in. Mm-hmm. At the time, I wasn't like a group fit instructor. I thought. So it was just
0: sort of like the legit thing. But then, yeah, we... I had to change it. Well, we were like we, we it, Zumba was 70% Latin, 30% international music and they were really cracking down at the time. Um and we decided, you know what? Our our students love what we're doing. We're not going to change and we loved it. I mean, mm-hmm. because it's a very emotional thing. Um choreographing and music and all that is very you know deeply emotional and you have to be able to connect with it to be able to to yeah. do it It's and a form of like Artistic expression you It really Well really, it's our voice it's, I mean a lot of these songs That you hear That we choreograph Like some of them Are super angry And some of them Are, are <laughs> yeah. just fun and sexy And some of It's just It's really how we're feeling At the time it I think that's so funny out.
1: About the music Is that they're, I mean, they're so raunchy in some of them, and that at first I'm like, "Wow, did they just, you know, did they just say pussy about twelve times?" And then all of a sudden, it gets fun and cute, like you yeah. just learn the moves.
0: I know. It's it was- just sort of like it, it's just kind of like the many moods of Ashley and Trisha, just like all wrapped up into an hour. It's funny too, though, because we try to steer from the
2: super derogatory. Okay. I mean, because obviously that's you know not something we're fond of, but. <laughs> Most of the songs are just like that. And so we, we're trying to be a little bit more.
1: We definitely have something now. available
2: for everybody. That's and we kind i endearing,
1: that. though. I think yeah. once you kind of get yeah, it's so funny because, it to the moves and the music, I know. Yeah. it's funny.
2: Well, well it's, it's funny. It's, it's, you don't have to be, like, apologetic for it, you know? <laughs> yeah, you have, like, permission not. to be
1: here and just do what you want to do. And, just, and let like, your hair down. Yeah. Let your hair down and have fun It's a dance class, you I know? I have to ask. So let me pause for a second on the hair. Do you guys teach your instructors to not pull their hair back? Isn't that because funny? No, we do. It don't. makes a huge impact of just the sexiness. Like, yeah. I'll tell you from, from my perspective, I don't feel very sexy, but I'm trying as hard as I can to just be loose. And right. so mm-hmm. sometimes I'll just wear it down just to see if I can move my yeah. neck around. <laughs> yeah, it is. There's
2: like a little piece of that fun. And it's funny because that started, I don't know when, but I want to say that, like, Maybe somewhere time in Colorado. I don't know. Because we didn't used to do that. We always wore hats and uh-huh. had our hair up. And then some somewhere along the way, we ended up wearing our hair down. And now it's funny because it like wipes the sweat off my face, you know. <laughs> As I'm
0: like, if I don't have my hair down, if I, it's like up, I'm just like pouring. Well, I think it kind of lends to. I'm, it, Rebel Nation has a look. You know, when we, I, I teach in a gym environment and... Everyone knows the rebels. There's a look to it. I mean, we we have a clothing line as well, which kind of assists in that. But there's this: people dress up for it. They put makeup on, it's street. Hairs
1: down. kind of like street and urban, and yeah, kind of they like get yeah. ready
0: for these classes. In which, and it's kind of cool because it's become such an a like an event in their life. That they and they treat it as such. Um we had there was somebody that joked with us one time about yeah. I put on <laughs> mascara for this class. I don't even put them on mascara yeah. when I go on a date with my husband. Like that's, that's the kind of comments we get. But it's but there's this thing about, you know, when you're dressing for something that's, you know, they all say dress for success. Like there is this intentionality with with the whole thing. And we're just seeing that with the Well, with it's self-care too. Like when you're yeah. staring
2: yourself in the mirror for an hour and you're wearing like five fluorescent They want to feel sexy, fluorescent fluorescent lights, yeah. And you're like, oh like don't look good don't feel good but if you're like dressed up and you're feeling dressed
0: up like they're going to the club you're feeling yourself you're like (laughs) all right you know you just maybe yeah you're gonna feel a little sexier work a little harder and it it does amazing things we watch these people in our classes transform before our eyes I mean you would not believe I know some of these transformations not just physically Mm -hmm. but emotionally Mm -hmm. mentally with Mm -hmm. these people just finding their inner sexy, finding their inner strength. These women it's in a our- form of therapy. Yeah. I have a girlfriend
1: who I brought to class. Her name is Paige. Shout out to Paige. But <laughs> she came and she saw the videos and on any given day, you'll see I'll have a little mom army of people that, that come. Yes. Um, but this girl, Paige, came and she's like, you know, I've been looking for a workout. I've been doing boot camps and things, but I don't really like it. And I've been watching this. And then she did the class and she's like- oh, my God, I bet my husband would feel much better about me moving like this than doing 60 burpees, you know? Yeah, and I right. thought that was kind of funny.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. We hear people say, like, my husband likes that song. I guess like they're doing it at home or something for him. <laughs> like Rodeo, the new song. Yeah,
1: they're
0: like, what, is, what, what class are you going to? What, this is in a gym? What? <laughs> Yeah, but it's so fun to watch them just really tap into you know, like digging down deep and like dusting off these parts of their life that they have forgotten about yes. and, and feeling young and feeling sexy again. And it really does make a difference it's in of, all aspects of their life, not just, you know, physically. But I think
2: it's like an awakening, you know, I know it was for me, like I literally woke me up. I don't think I even really knew who I was before this. I'm like a recovering people pleaser. Like Mm. I kind of one of those people that just wants to say yes to everything and to make other people happy and end up like getting in a situation myself because I do want to do other things to make people happy. And so you just wake up to something and you're like, wow, it's huge. You kind of find your edge
1: too, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. And also, I think for me, too, I always say this because I am so hyper and I can't sit very long, <laughs> clearly. Um, I'm over here moving around all the time. This is what I do. <laughs> I
1: love that you put your feet up on the couch. I know. I'm like, let me get comfortable. It's, well, you can always tell what kind of person I'm interviewing. Like, right. some people will take their shoes off, sit sit down, I thought relax. thought that, too. I and like, yeah. some people will be more, you know, kind of buttoned up, <laughs> right. and, you know, on the yeah. edge of a couch. So I appreciate when people yeah. kind of lie down and just do whatever makes them feel comfortable. Well, you know. okay, good.
2: I'm gonna take a nap over here. So, for me, I feel like it's almost like a piece of like meditating because I do have a hard time sitting still and like doing the whole meditation thing. For me, my head's moving. I'm like, I thinking, reject meditation too. Yeah, yes, I heard you say that before on, a, on one of your podcasts. I it's, try, I try.
1: I know, I know it's something, it is a practice. I need to figure it out, but I respond really well to movement. And exactly. I wonder if you and I are. Similar in that way. It's a form of meditation. Nobody
0: says to meditate you have to be still. I mean, I believe there's all different kinds of.
2: It is because meditating meditating. is being present in the moment Mm -hmm. that you're in and not thinking about anything Mm -hmm. else. And when I'm doing rebel classes, when I'm there teaching or I'm in it, that's the only time of the day that I'm not thinking about what I have to do or what's happened or whatever. And I'm actually present in that moment and thinking only about that very moment. And that is meditation. And so I think that that's a big thing for a lot of people too.
0: When you're in that head space, it allows you to really dig deep um, and and discover who you are when during the day you're doing all these different things and you just never go there in your head. You're just too busy. It's too noisy. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, and I think that's what happened you know, with me, I just, I truly found my voice in my strength, which I didn't. What is your strength? Just that I
1: had a strength. I think that, you know, like, did you not feel strong? I mean, a mother of four homeschooling your children, it I sounds like you I th- might have had some strength that was inherent I feel in there. Like, yeah, I think you don't look at it that way, though. I think mm-hmm. you look at it as like, for
0: me, it was almost like just the community that I was was brought up in. You know, the homeschooling, conservative. Are your parents Emb- embarrassed?
1: <laughs> are they-
0: you know, I get asked that a lot. Yeah. Um, so here's the situation. My- are they disappointed? <laughs> no, I okay. So I struggled personally with what I was doing. The even the yeah. dance thing. Yeah, there was probably um, a lot of guilt. Through, yeah. There was a lot of breaking through of of all of this stuff that I had been brought up to believe, and I felt like I was doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't even allowed to do this, listen to this music, dance, any of it, dress in leggings even. Like all of it was a huge mental um shift. I went through and still going through what I what I call deconstruction, which is just kind of just breaking everything down, getting rid of all of this stuff that's in my head and building myself back up. And so it's been quite a process and and it was very difficult in the beginning, but I will say this, that this is the first time in my life and this is how I know that I'm on the right path is I am more like myself as a child than I ever was not as as an adult. Like I felt like I was playing the role that was that I was told to play. Same. What Fair. does that mean? Explain that. I think that you're of a lot of expectations. All the shoulds. All like I, you should do this, you should do that. It's all of that. And and being expected to be this mm-hmm. person. Like this is what is expected of you in your life. This is the role that you should be playing. And during that entire time in my life, I never felt like myself. I always felt like very uneasy mm-hmm. um and like I had to try really, really hard to be somebody and i and I remember feeling like it that just like it was nagging to me like this isn't right something feels wrong, but now, just even like teaching, it's so effortless and I don't feel like I'm playing a role anymore. It's like I walk in there and this is where I'm supposed to be. That's been hugely eye-opening for me um, as an adult. And I truly feel like now, it's hard to explain, but it's like I'm channeling my inner child, like who I was before hmm. I became all of these other things. I'm back to that person. That's, and that's been my
1: journey. Is that how you feel when you teach? I think so. Or as as your place in the world, do you feel like you are kind of living your truth or living your essence kind of thing? Yes, absolutely. And I would say
0: when I was growing up, and even at a very young age, I remember thinking, and I've thought about this recently, that I wanted to do something that made an impact and I didn't know what that was, but I wanted, there was, I always felt like I had this higher calling, which is why I feel like when I went through what I went through with my son and it really set me back on my Mm -hmm. heels and brought me back to this place of, do you remember back when you wanted to make an impact in this world? And what is it now that you're doing? And so it's so funny now because we're seeing, you know, an impact being made on you, other people in our classes, we get Letters and messages and texts and calls. Those
1: must be amazing. So, you have this rebel community. So, there are like over 10,000 followers on Instagram. And then there's like this rebel nation that's got like 5,000 or a couple mm-hmm. thousand. And there are people getting rebel tattoos on their bodies. I know.
0: You know. I mean, this is like, <laughs> could you believe that? we like, like, we don't it, even you know? have
1: tattoos yet. <laughs> I
0: know. I was like, wow. <laughs> we, that's they beat us too, uh, that. Allison, That's when shit gets real. <laughs> You're like, whoa. That's like. No, I told. I looked at Ashley. I'm like, what? What's going on? Y'all really on? do like, have what's a, going have on a responsibility to kind right? of
1: continue this. <laughs>
0: Like, it's not like I
2: don't feel like it. No. And I think that's something, too. Like, it is so, like, when you were saying your story, it's like, we love to hear these things because it does inspire us and it Mm -hmm. motivates us because we're, like, we were yesterday at the studio, you know, eight hours, like, physical work and exhausting and our bodies hurt and yeah, we're like we ain't falling any on younger. the floor. <laughs> yeah. And it gets worse and worse. We're like I think the ibuprofen's wearing out. So it's yeah. been eight hours. We need to take more. <laughs> but I mean, but in sometimes even though it's a passion and it's a drive and we love it. I mean, sometimes it's exhausting. We're like, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it can be grueling. And so when we hear these stories and when we go to our trainings and we hear from people like you, it gives me chills. Like even talking about it because It's like a reset. It's like, this is why we're doing this. It's just so important. And that's why we love to hear that stuff.
1: So let me ask you about, we have a lot of entrepreneurs listening to the show. I mean, obviously, these are culture changers. So these are people that are really doing some incredible things. At what point did you decide to make this a business and a brand Mm. that is national? Mm -hmm. And you guys have a lot of components about it of how you guys have started a cult, which I love, (laughs) like a happy cult. (laughs) right. I've always wanted to be a cult leader.
0: (laughs) So my (laughs) mother, she texted me when she saw the tattoos being done on people. (laughs) She's like, Have you guys, have you created a cult? Like, what (laughs) is this? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Everyone's getting branded. Yeah. yeah. So the story about how Groove became And how long has it Rebel. been there? So we're it's 2020. So when when did you become Rebel? We
0: launched the end of 2016, December of 2016. And right. then you
1: brought in a third. There is a
2: third well, Angela. Okay, so back up to um mm-hmm. where we were at Hot Fitness and they were telling us we couldn't call it Zumba anymore. Well we could call it Zumba, but we weren't Zumba. Mm-hmm. So the studio we worked at, all the classes were like one name words. So we had to come up with one word that we thought described our class. So we picked groove. Mm-hmm. And so we were groove. And this was before Rebel. Mm-hmm. Then we went to Canyon at the little boutique gym. And that's where Angela stumbled into our classes there.
0: And Angela approached us about taking it national and about Well, she just more. like you walked into the class and she actually wasn't a big group fitness person um right. she was more into personal trainers and that sort of thing same as you she always saw like the lights off you know party lights going music pumping and she's like what is going on in there <laughs> she's like they're not working out
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're having too much fun yeah, yeah. this is not this a workout
0: work her daughter was actually being um, trained by one of the trainers there at the gym for um, high school sports and the trainer had brought her into groove to get some cardio and so she went to pick up her daughter from from the gym and her daughter called her into class so that that's how <laughs> she wandered into our class and then she was in the back and she's doing it and sh- and she was not convinced
2: either when she first started it it was like she's like i am wearing a calorie counter and i'm going to prove that this isn't a workout like she was totally almost like against it being a real workout she was really
0: trying to debunk it for sure yeah. yeah and I think in her head it's because she's like they've got something here but this can't possibly actually work this can't be better than spin or whatever yeah and so she uh after classes you know, was realizing she was actually burning more calories than spin classes and Didn't other she burn classes. something
1: like seven hundred calories yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And so she's like, this cannot be right. So she would try to kill herself in other fitness format classes, trying to trying to see if her calorie counter was off. And it and it wasn't. And it was fun. And she's like, how is this possible? Fast forward a little bit, Ashley was moving back to Atlanta. And we thought this was
1: all happening in Colorado, right? So this was 2016
0: ish, like 2015,
2: 2016 Mm -hmm. is when I found out I was moving back here to Atlanta.
0: And so at the time, Angel had been going to classes and she'd been kind of like getting to know us a little bit, but we didn't realize that she had in her mind that she wanted to approach us to to talk about taking this national. And so when she found out that Ashley was leaving, it was kind of like, it was another place where like, this is going to die. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Another time. Right. Right, exactly. Really. It's, it's not going to. Angela, she sat us down. And she's like, So, have you thought about doing anything with us? We're like, you know, I mean, not really. It's a passion of ours. We, we enjoy it. We we like would do it for free. He's like, let's give it a shot. And we all partnered together and we created Rebel. We branded it. That's the name of our company. And Groove is our dance fitness format. Strength is our choreographed sculpting format. We added that in when we branded because we also as trainers feel it's important that you cross train instead of referring people to like bar classes or Pilates classes, things of that nature that we we would create a strength training format, strength and resistance training format that um, mimicked the type of environment that Groove was, which was loud music, do it in that lighting, make it not feel like working out and we saw huge changes when we did that in um our students' bodies. And our own, my gosh, strength mm-hmm. was like the, that was the kick. Y'all are jacked. Y'all are both
1: <laughs> really lean but very, very strong. Well, and
0: we feel like, and that's all we do. We feel like people ask us all the time, you know, what else do you guys do? You have to do something else and we don't. I mean, what you see us do is what we do and it's because we're creating muscle through the strength program and it's high rep, low rate weight, so it's it's very much the dancer style of work it creates long lean muscles and then the the cardio burns the fat off those muscles so
1: you guys also have a nutrition component at least from the community side of it like so you have a subscription base so mm -hmm, people can subscribe and they can cast their videos or whatever onto the tv wherever they are but i like that you put you can't outwork a bad diet
2: yeah (laughs) You that's,
0: really can't. Really, it's so true. <laughs> I've come back from Atlanta filming, and we're oh working gosh. hard, yeah. but we are like, you know, let's go. I found have some, some nachos. I, I found some, I found some gluten free fried chicken here. Do you know how long it's been since I've had fried chicken? <laughs> so um, I actually have celiac, so I have to eat gluten free. Oh, okay. But um, no, I mean, I we will f- we we will find all the junk. I mean, we do. I've come back weighing seven pounds more. <laughs> I know That's pretty That's pretty it impressive happens.
2: But we So our nutrition <laughs> Listen, piece must be some good wings <laughs> Oh my gosh Richard's It's right over there In Cox Street Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah It's so good <laughs> Our But our nutrition We call it Eat like a rebel mm-hmm. So it's not like Anything prescribed And we're not nutritionist But we just Kind of tell people Like how we eat So it's more of like Guidelines rather than Us
0: telling you Like we always say Go to a doctor Consult a doctor mm-hmm. Before you are Well the reason How it even came about Was Ashley and I get asked all the time, what do you eat Yeah, all the time? And awesome. so that's why we created Eat Like a Rebel. It's like, okay, well, we're just going to put out there what it is we eat. What is our diet to look like? champagne. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of my diet. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's nine o'clock. I think I'll just have it. <laughs> that's, how, that's how the Eat Like a Rebel is. And we have annual fitness challenges in our Rebel Nation group. We have one well. coming up in May. Yeah, so
2: we May do two challenge. a year. We do a um, little black dress challenge. So we do that right before the holidays. Like you can like get through the holidays without gaining the weight, mm-hmm. hopefully. And then May, we do May Day Challenge. So that's a fun one too, because it's like right before the summer. And again, people are trying to Getting ready for those get into their best spot. summer bodies. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, and they're usually six weeks.
0: Yeah. And we also um, create special workouts for those as well that we put on
1: our website. And is um, that part of the subscription base mm-hmm. or yeah. just it is, okay.
0: but the, the component that's in our Facebook community group is the accountability. It's us sort of talking you through the community the, there. Yeah. yeah, talking you through the challenge, giving you many challenges, connecting people. I mean, it's been our, our challenges are so much fun. And everyone has such a blast sharing their successes or their failures, even if they need some support and encouragement. It's it's a safe place. We monitor our group very tightly. We love that People across the United States are getting to know each other. Um, oh, it's so cool! Yeah, That's the neatest thing. Yeah,
1: but I want to hear about the components of the subscription, or at mm-hmm. least the community behind the what you can do with it. This, I think, is astounding that you run this business across the country. You're like long distance business partners. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, um, as I gather, one of you will go out west, and one mm-hmm. of you will come out yes. every few weeks or once a month or whatever right. to mm-hmm. to Atlanta mm-hmm. and continue building these videos. But what I think is really interesting is how it's proliferated with your instructor training and that it's not just here in Atlanta or in Denver, but you have people in North Carolina and Texas and Nashville and in Florida and this whole community thing. So. Tell me how the instructor training works, and what is your what are your plans for growth? What is your hope to to do with this? When we first started, we we weren't even sure that we were
2: we were an online format. It wasn't even an instructor based format. That kind of came a little later, mm-hmm. and we had our first training. I guess you want to call it that. We really didn't have a training our first training, but the girls that had been teaching the format, like helping sub and st- sub our classes, we started finding out that while we're traveling. We needed subs. You know, we needed someone to hold down the fort. So our first training was kind of girls that had already been doing it. And we sort of just
0: kind of grandfathered them in. Yeah, they already had... A bunch of them had a background in fitness or dance. And And been coming to classes. Mm -hmm. And they knew all of our material. And so we needed to create content for our on-demand classes. And so they were in the videos with us. And that was kind of our first beta test uh, training. And then from there, we... Our first training was in Colorado. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Every training that we've had since has grown, every single one. And it's been crazy, Um, the community of instructors, and it's just getting bigger. And it's great because the online component actually serves really well as a a learning tool for these instructors, students in their classes. Mm -hmm. So when you walk into a class and you are getting, you know, 16, 17, 18 songs thrown at you, in 60 minutes, that's 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 a tough learning curve, especially if you're standing in the back. And so what we offer that most dance fitness formats don't is that you can become a subscriber online and learn these routines. And then when you go into class, you can freaking rock it, get that sweat on you, Feel more confident, um, which creates more success in the class, which creates a bigger class for you as an instructor. So we really encourage our instructors to get their students involved in our online because they're finding that it really builds not only a strong community in their class, but also um, personal success.
1: How do you help people? So let's say they get certified, they're not in Atlanta or they Mm -hmm. are in Atlanta or Denver where there's a lot of representation of this class. How do you facilitate them finding gyms or facilities that are going to be able to host them to Mm -hmm. teach rebel rebel classes
0: so what we have found well with our instructors we we do a lot of coaching on how to audition how to present the brand all of that because we are fairly new to a lot of gyms we have found that um, our instructors have been super successful with going into auditions with this material and the gyms are loving it and they're giving them a chance and then we're getting our foot in the door but then also well there's a lot of studios and
2: like boutique style places Mm -hmm. Um, and we're working on some of the chain the bigger chains. chain gyms right yeah. now. So we're in Vasa which is West Coast type gym mm-hmm. sort of like a lifetime or something like a big gym. We have a lot of girls there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are working on, let's like in our goals this year, because we are, have all these instructors. You need a
0: salesperson. I yeah. know. <laughs> we talked about we this. We just, uh, just this week, we we just got um, confirmation that we have an instructor starting at Choose, which I don't know if Choose is out We here. don't have Choose. I don't know we that need that like West a case. little LA Fitness and like uh-huh. we need some Lifetime. But we are launching in new gyms on a weekly basis. It's wow. been crazy how fast it's been spreading and in a lot of them chain gyms. So what we thought was really a boutique format that the chain gyms are picking up and we love it because our instructors are like, how can we create this you know, f- boutique feel that you guys have in these studios in like a huge group fitness room at a big chain gym? And Um, It really kind of started with one of uh, the instructors in um, Colorado who was the first one to get hired with Vasa and she flipped the lights out. She bought, she went on Amazon, bought four four DJ lights, <laughs> uplit the corners of the room, and it kind of washed over the ceiling, and it totally changes the look of that room. Sure, so, yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. So you, so shout out to Sherry. Hey, Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> so, but she really kind of launched that that feel in a large gym, and it works. They have now hired, you know, at that at that location, like five more instructors, and it's spread throughout other locations. Um,
2: and we really like take the time so when we're traveling. So she comes here to film Groove because I can't do it at altitude anymore. (laughs) So (laughs) when I'm here or when she's here and or I'm there, we always do um, instructor lives. So Mm -hmm. we go into our, we have an instructor group on Facebook, very similar to the Rebel Nation group where we like mentor our instructors. So like we have a live today at four actually. And so we'll go on there and we answer questions and we talk about different things, different topics. Sometimes it's like maybe how to do an audition like what songs did you do and things like mm-hmm. that so we're like we're trying to like offer you know just support like and, continuing
1: development yeah, education. yeah right, right. exactly so what I think is amazing so when I've gone to the classes there are 60 people in a room and it's like mm-hmm. Like all of the mirrors are completely fogged Right, I know. It's like a steam bath. You know, but somehow you make it work. And I think what, so I sit around and think about dumb stuff. And I was thinking about like a lot of the movements that you do, your arms are stretched out wide, right? And what I think is so cool about that is that women never take the space Ah, to have their arms open wide, and so Mm -hmm. yeah, so every time that even if it is just like the windmill or Mm -hmm. whatever it is, you know, yeah, I I feel a power in that. I love that, and I imagine that other women do, but I don't think Uh we ever take the space. So interesting. Yeah, yeah, I've never thought about that. Or even just your arms up, Yeah, you know? Like yeah. I think, you know, the people in church that put their arms yes, up yes. like that? to feel in it. Yeah, like <laughs> I I would never do that, you know? Yeah. But I would love to feel that free to yes. do that if mm-hmm. I felt it anywhere. And I think that's what it is. It is, it's a freedom yes. of
0: just letting go and just yes. put, it's like you putting your, your heart on the outside of your body at that yes. point. And you're not so guarded anymore. You're right. just releasing all of that
1: you realize how powerful it is yeah. just to put your arms out i love that and even like yeah. like that whole thing is is really amazing well, and movement, free. right well mm-hmm. we
0: talk about that in our trainings with our instructors delivery of movement and extension right and and how important it is because there is a different level when you take it to that different level of of just being strong i think mm-hmm. is really what it is yeah
1: but I also think you know. You said the demographic is a lot of moms, right? Um, and there are all different types of people, different ages. I was amazed, too, I was am- well, I'm amazed, mom. So you know, <laughs> I think it, what's amazing is that you actually have classes at 11:30 and on Monday and Thursday mornings. Right? They're freaking packed, like they are Saturday. I'm like, I don't know. these people work? And meanwhile I know. I'm there. <laughs> well, <you> know, <laughs> taking a day. Uh, you it's know, funny a break from work.
2: It started not like that when I moved back here. Like nobody knew Groove and nobody knew. and i had to find a place to teach and that little eleven thirty class had like three people in it just like two years
0: ago so it's and that was a whole thing for her because she came from colorado where this has been we've been entrenched in this for years in colorado and it's it's got a huge following there and she we you know we're teaching classes of 60 plus people and then she
1: moves and has to start over again yeah that's a whole other story with her Uh, that was humbling at least you knew what was possible though you know, yeah, to be able to I do hoped, it one place. I hoped. I was in a
2: bad place when I moved back here. It's yeah. I've been back here now for like three years and I feel like I'm finally settled, but it took a couple. Yeah. It's funny because I was dragged out to Colorado and then I was dragged back. <laughs> so it, it took some time, but I do feel like Dance 101 is, you know, where I teach now. It's like my home and the community there and it's strong and I feel that now. But it took a minute. (laughs) No, but it's really
0: good because we've been through a lot of different experiences personally Mm -hmm. and can speak to our instructors in different ways. And for her, you know, we get these instructors who are frustrated because they have three people in a class and she can speak to them of, well, let me tell you, (laughs) I went from here to here and this is how much work I had to put into it to get yeah. it to here I don't think sometimes they feel like there's going to be a built in class and that's not the case it's hard oh, work Yeah, you do people do think that
2: and you know when you're up there and you're teaching in front of three people it's like it's funny because when you teach a dance fitness class it's almost like you're hosting a party and you're inviting all these people and it's like three people show up and it's really hard not to like wear that emotion especially when you're dancing because it is such an emotional thing so powerful Um, and so teaching to three people it's like how can I not let myself get in that headspace. I have to be like, there's 50 people in this room. This is amazing. Really try to like ramp myself up like that in order to get
0: those three people to tell three people. And so, yeah, but it works. We've been excited to see this format work in so many different types of places with so many Different instructors. I mean, our instructors. Yes, we provide the choreography for them, but they all have different styles and personalities, and we love seeing their students connect with them, and it becomes successful in these different places. I
1: think that's what's cool too is that you can create your own style. It doesn't have to be right. exactly exactly yeah. like you guys do. Yeah. So I I was at a conference this past weekend, and there was a woman that was talking about this part of your body, like the sacral part. Mm-hmm. And that and that women just doing like hip movements. Just mm-hmm. and this was not in the form of dance. I think she might have been a yoga instructor mm-hmm. or something. But she was saying how powerful it is that it is your creative center. That's where you have children and just giving some kind of platform to be able to move your body in that way is so freeing. And, you know, not to exclude anybody who is not a mother or a parent, I feel like being a mom is like a superpower. I think very often if you want something, (laughs) if you want to get something done, give it to a busy mom. Yes. And I think being able to layer this, this dance class Mm -hmm. that kind of unlocks Mm-hmm. Your ability to say yes to things that you may have been fearful of. And yeah. totally. I think it really translates outside of the dance studio in a way that it builds confidence, it helps in the bedroom or if you're dating or to something, you know, I think um, I think it's a really powerful platform that you guys are doing. Well, and we are Thank finding you. too
0: that there's been different uses. Some of our instructors have brought it to audiences that we never would have thought about. We've got an instructor who works as a teacher in the high schools and she has been teaching it to her students as a way to connect them to combat teen suicide, which is such a, you know, huge epidemic right now. Wow creating that sense of empowerment of finding your voice of feeling like you're in control of releasing endorphins like and and actually you know talk about culture changers i mean she's it's just she's creating rebel clubs and we'd love to see this format being used in these different ways that we never dreamed Would happen. We also had someone just pitch us creating a modified version of it for um, special needs families, working Mm. with their special needs kids because dance fitness seems to work really well for that population. So we're working with her right now to explore that opportunity and that that different way of using the format as well. So that's amazing. It's exciting. Yeah. It's, it's really exciting to see all of like what we just this little dance class that we created several years ago being used in these powerful ways.
1: And I'm wondering, I should probably ask this at the beginning of it, but what is your core mission? We want everyone to, to experience what you've experienced.
2: Yeah. Well, and it's, it's like these people come in and it's a transformation, you know, they come into class and they're in their frumpy t-shirt like even Tammy from class like she started coming to class like she was heavier she's wearing I was teaser I'm like you wearing like a nightgown like her t-shirt <laughs> was like a nightgown and you know you see these people come in they're quiet um, and they're reserved and they like come out of their shell and then they're up front and they're ripping their shirts off and they're feeling confident and they're feeling good and that is, I think, what our mission is, is to get people mm. in the class to be able to transform themselves, to have this awakening and to,
0: and yeah, everybody, everybody do
2: rebel. <laughs> I
0: feel like we're raising up an army almost. It and like I love, I, I really love watching it because these people are becoming no longer followers, but leaders. <laughs> That's really powerful. It's it really crazy is. Like Aaron
2: Shepard in class, the mm-hmm. so girl who's always on yeah. my right side she is a perfect example. Like she came to class and I didn't even know who she was for the longest time and she didn't talk to anybody and now you see her up there. I mean, she's ripping and roaring up there. Like Mm -hmm. she
0: she's totally come alive she's a we're totally seeing, different person yeah we're saying the same thing with um, it's amazing. the sidious in my class like yeah. you know this girl is in, like long sleeves you've in the seen corner. her rebel nation um, sure. she's an amazing photographer she takes a lot of her photos now she was this person who was hiding in class mm-hmm. and now is just like up front she's one who got a tattoo she's up front she, i mean she's a different person crazy to see the transformations and Kind of sets you back a little bit. And You're like, "What is happening?" But it's so funny but, because
2: I feel like people who know us well have said the same thing about us. Yeah, through this. Yeah, like I mean, it's funny because I see pictures of myself, you know, ten years ago, and I'm like, "Who is that person?" Like, I don't feel like I can even understand who who I was, what I was thinking, and it's just it's unbelievable. It's, it is
0: crazy. Yeah, yeah.
2: and uh, I know everyone that's close to us thinks we've changed a lot too. Oh,
0: yes. Yeah, we've gone through the same evolution that our students are going through. And that's exactly what we wanted when we started this is we want to give that space that we had, that opportunity that we had to become who we are. We want to give that to other people. And then they're giving that, they're becoming instructors and giving that to other people. And then they, and it's just like become this exponential thing. And it's it's been crazy to watch. That's like
1: a beautiful organic growth too. It is. And our trainings
2: are very, very different than other fitness trainings that we've both been to. Our trainings are um, like transferring this like emotional piece to our instructors Mm -hmm. and like letting them know that they have this responsibility now. Like we're passing this to you Mm -hmm. and this is what people are going to be like getting from you. And it's huge. And it really does. It is a lot. We really focus on that in our trainings with our instructors. Yeah, so. it's, not,
0: it's not just a fitness training. It's almost like in the beginning. It's almost like a therapy session. Oh, yeah. Everybody's crying. Like, oh, oh yeah. my God.
2: I was crying <laughs> the whole time. Th- I was in tears for like
0: ever last
2: tra- last training. I
0: couldn't stop Yeah, crying. the stories we heard in our last training had <sighs> Ashley and I looking at each other like,
1: oh. My that's what God. I think is amazing because everybody has a story that'll bring you to their knees, you know, everybody. And I think that we never, it's hard to give ourselves permission to feel joy, yeah. And so, offering a space for that is where I feel like Rebel does such an amazing job to honor not only the story but invite the joy yeah. and let it be okay yes. to right. feel joy, especially as a mother, especially yes. as somebody who's got a lot of responsibilities and is trying Mm -hmm. to do things people don't give themselves permission no they don't especially
2: mothers i feel like we it's hard like if and i even find myself doing this like we'll do some yoga classes i'll do yoga to like stretch out my body you know but it's i feel like there's always a million other things i should be doing and putting myself in that yoga i know it's going to be better for me and i'm going to show up better for everyone but going there and doing that. It's hard as a mom, you know, cause you feel like you feel guilty. You have that mom guilt. So, I mean, it's taking that time to go do something for yourself, like a couple of times a week, one hour, feeling the joy, getting the endorphins, you know, getting that meditation time. It's imperative. Like we have to do that. Well, know? it's
0: just creating this whole community of people that are so much healthier mm-hmm. um, internally as well as physically. But just internally has been has been huge, and it's amazing to me how these like even our trainees, you know, when they share the kinds of things that they shared with us, I think I was in shock that they were they felt that they were safe enough in that community to share. I know. And in those trainings, I mean. Those trainees, they become That's friends. Right. Yeah. It's, it's really um, provided a place of belonging to a lot of people that don't feel like they belong anywhere. Well, I think right. The classes are like that
1: too. Yeah. You right? know, like I have people come up to me and say, I've seen you in here. I haven't met you yet. Like mm-hmm. you don't do that. Like right. even yeah. when you just, you're coming and going. And so to feel that welcome. Yeah. And even Tammy, you know, the welcome committee. Yes, she is. <laughs> you know, man. like I think I had gone to a few classes and she's like, we have not met yet. And that <laughs> is not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, who are you? How did you get here? You know, know, is this your first class? We're so glad you're here. Yeah. She and so it just, out. I think it's amazing community of people that are genuinely happy that you're there and you somehow figure out how not to get in their spaces. I know, right? <laughs> you know, even when you're putting your arms outstretched wide. So, how do people find you? So, our website is rebelfit.com.
0: So, r e b three l fit.com, and then we also have um, our social media. Our handles on Facebook and Instagram are Rebel Fitness. Again, r e b three l fitness. That three is tricky. <laughs> it is. Um, <laughs> if you're looking for live classes, we do have a class locator on our website, so you can type in your city or your zip code. Oh, that's awesome! Find some local classes. We also have on there um, trainings. If you're interested in becoming an instructor, our next trainings in Atlanta at the move convention April yeah. 26 I have
1: signed up for yes. it i <laughs> heard about that
0: I'm so excited and then we our next training after that is in Dallas May 2nd and 3rd at Shapes and Flower Mound um, and we're I don't have my we're list tossing around some got, ideas I think right now what we're gonna do yep some possibilities go, for some other places that we're working on right now as well um, we just had a training in Colorado which was our biggest yet we're excited we're um, definitely kind of launching into 2020 pretty we're coming in hat
2: <laughs> just like a fajita
1: <laughs> i just felt that ashley and trisha were so relatable didn't you i've linked everything in the show notes including the promo code for a free month promo code is a hair a h a r e and honestly once you try it i would love to hear your feedback text me at 470 242 6311 And let me know what you thought, or if you prefer, connect with me on Insta. I've linked it in the show notes. But I hope you subscribe to my podcast, leave a a rating and review. It helps people find me and really helps me shape future shows that will only get better with your input. Culture changing is really a movement, but only works when the ideas are shared. So thanks for listening, and I will see you next week.